Welcome to the Omnis Investments Club podcast. This podcast is for information only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. If you have any questions, please contact your financial advisor. Hello and welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. I'm Rohit Vaswani from Omnis Investments and I'm here to give you our weekly market summary. Let's start in the US. Interest rates and inflation seemed to continue to dominate sentiment last week. The latest inflation figures were released in the US. Headline inflation came in at 5% in the year to May, or 3.8% if you exclude food and energy. Now, this is meaningful because it's the highest rate of inflation that we have seen since 2008, and well ahead of expectations. Markets, however, took this in their stride, and as investors have now accepted the Federal Reserve's view that this is transitory, and a result of economies reopening. The S&P 500 was up 0.4% during the week. Although US inflation numbers came in ahead of expectations, it wasn't hugely out of line, as many economists were predicting a high figure for May anyway. I guess what happens from here will become more significant. Does inflation start to tail off, as the Fed suggests, or does it stay higher for longer? Let's turn to Asia now. Japan's stock markets were broadly unchanged for the week. The Nikkei 225 was up 0.02%. While the domestic economic recovery remains fragile, sentiment was boosted by the government lifting the coronavirus quasi-states of emergency in three areas in the face of steadily declining infection rates and easing pressure on hospitals. Sentiment was also listed as the Cabinet Office reported that Japan's first quarter GDP shrank by less than initially estimated, easing concerns about a double-dip recession. Over in China, stocks fell for a second week. The CSI 300 index of large-cap stocks fell 1.1%. News that the authorities in Guangzhou renewed COVID-19 controls in the face of a fresh outbreak in this southern coastal city weighed on sentiment. On the flip side, state media reported that the US and China agreed to renew talks on improving trade and investment ties. Inflation data coming out of China was mixed. The producer price index, which measures the average changes in prices received by producers for what they are producing, rose to 9% year on year. Now, this was a bigger than expected jump and raised worries that rising production prices in China would contribute to inflation globally. On the flip side, consumer price did rise in May, but at a lower rate than expected. Coming over to Europe, shares in Europe gained ground for a fourth consecutive week lifted in part by the European Central Bank's pledge to continue its high rate of bond purchases into the coming quarter. The Eurostox 50 rose 0.9% during the week. The European Central Bank also announced it is increasing its growth forecast for the Eurozone and also said that inflation would accelerate this year and then slow in 2022. And wrapping up in the UK, the FTSE 100 was up 0.9%, but the more domestically focused FTSE 250 was down 0.4%. Data showed that the economy expanded 2.3% in April, the fastest rate since July, and this was driven by growth in services as lockdown measures eased. Fears rose that England's full reopening of society would be delayed for some weeks, beyond the 21st of June target date, because of the new fastest spreading Delta variant of the coronavirus. 
According to Public Health England, the Delta variant of the coronavirus, first detected in India, appears to be 60% more transmissible and is now gaining ground on both sides of the Atlantic. Further news on the likely delay is expected today. That's it from me today. I'll be back again next Monday. Thank you for tuning in and have a great week. This podcast has been brought to you by Omnis Investments, which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority.